calendar to March. We've only got a four-game slate. You might think everything's different, but it's not. I'm Heath Cummings, joined by Mike McClure. It's the Sportsline DFS podcast. And before we get to the big news, Mike, everything's still the same. My must-play for the day is Goran Dragic. Your must-play is LeBron James, I assume, because he's on the slate. Uh, yeah, LeBron James definitely the must-play. Uh, you know, there's only four games. you got to get him in there. He's really the – I won't say he's the only stud on the slate, but he's the only stud on the slate. Well, he's he's the only stud by price, I, I guess, and that's only because you dislike Joel Embiid so much. That's why you said he's the only stud on the slate. Let's get to the big news. There's only four pieces of big news, and maybe only one of them's big news. Tyler Johnson and Wayne Ellington both out for the Heat. That's why I love Goran Dragic. And we'll have several other members of the Miami Heat in my lineup. Jeff Green, questionable for the Cavs. Urson Ilyasova is active. He will be making his debut for the Sixers. When we get to that game, we'll talk more about what that maybe means. Amon Shumpert out. Garrett Temple questionable for the Kings. Mike, does any of this news really have an impact other than the Heat news? No, not really. Well, actually, the Urson news does a little bit. Uh, I mean, I don't know how many minutes he's actually going to get, but, you know, that that piece, it does affect what we're doing just a little bit. But the other pieces, no, really no effect at all. Okay, so we've given our must plays again. Mine is Goran Dragic for the Heat, who just don't don't have enough players tonight. Yours is LeBron James, because anytime LeBron James plays, he's your must play. Who are you staying away from tonight, Mike? Joe? Oh no, just kidding. I'm not staying away from Joel Embiid. I will be playing some Joel Embiid. Uh, as far as stayaways go, I'm probably going to stay away from Carl Anthony Towns. Yeah, because I want to have some Joel Embiid exposure, I, I think that makes sense. Towns is going to have to wrestle with Nurkic, which isn't a terrible matchup, but it, it does involve a lot of wrestling. So, yes, I, I, I agree with that. I will stay away from Towns, and I think I'm going to stay away from D'Angelo Russell. He has been playing better basketball. He does have a good matchup against Sacramento. I can't get over the fact that Russell is more expensive on FanDuel than C.J. McCollum and more expensive than Andrew Wiggins without Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it just doesn't make any sense. I agree with you completely. I don't see any scenario in which I play D'Angelo Russell tonight. Let's head over to the Sportsline odds page and just take a look at this very short, very small four-game slate. The highest over under the night is the Philadelphia 76ers at Cleveland Cavaliers with a 224. The Cavs just three-point favorites in this game. LeBron's current team possibly going against LeBron's future team. Who do you like on the Cavs tonight besides LeBron, or is he the only Cav you're playing? Uh, I mean, I think you could play some of the secondary guys, you know, even, you know, George Hill, Rodney Hood, uh, Jordan Clarkson, like any of those guys could be in play here. Uh, you know, if you need someone, the, the issue with all of these guys is, you know, the guys that we want to play from Miami kind of play the same positions. So, I don't think that I'll be playing a ton of them in my primary lineups, but I, I do like them in tournaments. Um, one thing that I want to note about this game is the referee, Eric Lewis. He is the number one over ref in the NBA this year. He's 34 and 11 for 75% towards the over. And the over is 26 and 7 for almost 79% in games that close with a total of 205 and higher. Uh, so there's a good chance that, you know, obviously this game's the highest scoring game of the night, but there's a good chance that it gets there and exceeds the total, knowing that Eric Lewis is just, you know, he's calling this game and he has a very strong history so far this season of games going over. Uh, so I, I like this game in a game stack. You know, I'm, LeBron's my core target, but after that, it's if I'm playing any other players, it's really because 
I, I just want to stack the game. And that type of analysis is the type of analysis you can get by subscribing to Sportsline. Mike, do we still have a special offer for Sportsline DFS podcast listeners? We do. If you head over to Sportsline and get subscribed today, you can get your first month for a buck. Uh, and the way to do that is to enter the promo code DFS podcast, and that's going to get you DFS lineups for every sport that we do, which is, you know, that number is growing every day. We've got NHL, NBA, PGA, NASCAR, MMA, uh, baseball's less than a month away now. So, you know, really good time to get over there. And then of course, for sports betting, you get 10,000 simulations for every game. So get over to Sportsline, enter the promo code DFS podcast and get it for just a dollar. I think if there's another guy I really like in this game, and he does kind of conflict with the Heat players again, but TJ McConnell, and you talked about him a couple of days ago, McConnell gave us almost six times value in his last match matchup, going up against that Cavs team that's still not very good defensively, still just 3,900 on FanDuel. How do you feel about TJ McConnell? I think McConnell is a really good pump play tonight. Uh, you know, if you need to save some cap where you're definitely going to try and get LeBron and Embiid both in this game, uh, I, I really like McConnell because, you know, kind of lends to the game stack that I'm interested in too. So I will definitely have some TJ McConnell. I'm not sure if it'll be the primary lineup or not yet, but I will definitely have McConnell in lineups tonight. If you have to choose, and you, and you probably do, at least on DraftKings, but maybe on FanDuel as well, if you have to choose between Embiid and Ben Simmons, who are you choosing tonight? Uh, probably Embiid. You know, if I can afford Embiid, I will take Embiid. Um, but, you know, I, you know, with that being said, I will, I, I will have some Ben Simmons as well. Like this game is, you know, clearly the game to stack, I'm, in my opinion, you know, where you can actually get and target players on both sides of it comfortably. Uh, so I, I will have both players tonight. Let's move over to the second highest over under the night, Minnesota Timberwolves at the Portland Trailblazers, 217.5 over under Portland, a five point favorite. Are we, are any of the Timberwolves still decent values with with Butler out, or have the prices all caught up? Um, the pricing is pretty much caught up, but you know what I'll say is Andrew Wiggins is still one of the safest plays in the NBA right now. Uh, you know he's going to score 30 fantasy points. He's probably not scoring 50. He's probably not scoring 15. He, you know, if you need someone to fill out your lineup and give you that high floor, I'm still a big fan of plugging Andrew Wiggins into lineups. And I don't think Wiggins is probably going to fit with the LeBron and B. Drogic builds. But over on DraftKings, he's a little bit cheaper at 6700 I could see a situation where maybe you start with Drogic, Wiggins, James, and McConnell. Yeah. No, I definitely agree with that. Is there I anybody like on the Portland, Portland side of this game you're really interested in? I mean, I think you have to be a little interested in Damian Lillard in tournaments tonight. I think that one strategy that you could take would be you know, I think Embiid's probably going to be pretty highly owned. So one strategy you could do is you could fade Embiid and play someone like Jared Allen and then pay up for the second point guard spot with Damian Lillard. Uh, you know, this is a matchup where Lillard, it wouldn't shock me if he was able to match what Embiid was able to do in this game. Uh, but So I, I think that if you want to look that way, I think Damian Lillard is someone you shouldn't just completely ignore. Okay, the Lakers are at Miami, and we talked about Philadelphia and Cleveland being the game we want to stack the much the most. The Heat would definitely be the team you want the team you want to stack the most with a two fifteen point five over under. The Heat four and a half point favorites. Drogic is my favorite play in this game, but what kind of rank the next two or three Miami Heat players that you'd want to have in a lineup? All right, yeah. So the next guy that I probably want is Dwayne Wade. Uh, just as shooting guard, the the price really makes a lot of sense at forty six hundred on Fanduel. 
Uh, you know, Wade had a big game last time out against Philly, scored 27 actual points. Uh, really didn't do a lot other than the three steals outside of that. Uh, but, you know, we're going to see a similar workload tonight. Uh, the matchup really couldn't get any better, you know, on this slate as the Miami Heat are playing way up in pace. So for me, it's Dwayne Wade. And then it's kind of a log jam because I, I don't have real strong takes on whether I prefer like Kelly Olenek, James Johnson, who are both priced within $100 of each other. Uh, you know, even Justice Winslow is, is someone that's in play. Uh, all I can say is that in most of my lineups, I'm going to have a minimum of three players probably going to be maxing out the four on FanDuel from Miami Heat. Now, you didn't mention anything about Hassan Whiteside. He is $3,000 or 2800 less than Joel Embiid. If you can't afford Embiid, is Whiteside the second best center play on the slate? Uh, yes, he is. Uh, I will have some Whiteside in tournaments. Uh, obviously, you can't play him and Embiid together, like you said, but I will have Hassan Whiteside for sure. Quite a bit of him tonight. All right, let's move. I, I guess I should ask. The Lakers are in a pace down spot. The Lakers yeah. are playing a good defensive team, but they're missing bodies. I would assume the Heat players are going to play more minutes tonight, possibly a little worse defensively. Are you interested in any Lakers? Uh, I mean, Isaiah Thomas, maybe. Uh, at 5,400, I mean, I, I think that he's maybe got a little bit of upside in a relatively high floor. I mean, he's going to come in and score 15 actual points and get a few assists, but you know, now that with with all this heat news making Dragic, you know, a lock, I don't know that I have a ton of interest in the Lakers. I said Lonzo's going to start tonight. Um, it's just really difficult for me to find a Laker that I feel comfortable at at their price points. Now, this is kind of funny to me. The lowest over under the night, and it's 214, so it's not particularly low, but it's the Brooklyn Nets at Sacramento, two just terrible defensive teams. Nets actually two and a half point road favorites on the West Coast. I'm not sure that makes any sense to me, but I'm not the gambling advice guy. You mentioned Jared Allen. I assume he's your third favorite center on the slate. Uh, yeah, third favorite center, but definitely someone I'm going to use at least once, uh, just because I I do think it gives you some nice diversity in the lineups that you're building, knowing that I I, I really think that you know 50 plus percent of the field is going to have either Embiid or Whiteside. Uh, so I will be doing at least one Jared Allen lineup. Now the King, or the Nets have been absolutely terrible against point guards. De'Aaron Fox, as of late, been right in that 30 to 33 minute range. Did put up 34 FanDuel points in his last outing. He's just 5,800. How do you feel about Fox tonight? Uh, I like Fox tonight. So that, that's kind of the one reason why I was a little lukewarm on Isaiah Thomas. Uh, you know, for 400 more on FanDuel, I think that De'Aaron Fox, you know, his role is certainly more secure. And we love the matchup with, although that East Coast team traveling to the West Coast is favored, uh, we, we still kind of like those situations where those teams have to deal with that travel. So I, I do like De'Aaron Fox. Okay, Fox is 56 on DraftKings. Dwayne Wade is 5,000. If we have to choose between the two of them, do you lean Fox or Wade? Ooh, that's really, really tough. Um, man, and see, that's kind of the I, issue I, I'm running into tonight. Like guard, especially over on DraftKings, we love Drogic. We like McConnell okay. We like Wade. We like Wiggins. We like Fox. You cannot play all those guys. Yeah. No, you run into a, a pretty big issue there. Um, man, I guess if I had to pick, though, I think that I'm going to lean slightly towards Deer and Fox because I think Wade's ownership will be higher. I like it. I like it. So we're actually quite a ways into building a lineup. With four games, I was afraid we were going to have a little bit of trouble. What we've had trouble doing is finding forwards on either side. LeBron James is the only forward in either of our lineups. 
I'll tell you where I'm at on FanDuel and DraftKings, and then we'll get into a uh, a draft in just a few moments. We won't have to worry quite so much about this. But Drogic and McConnell are our FanDuel point guards. We have Dwayne Wade at shooting guard. LeBron James at small forward. Joel Embiid at center. And that's all we've got. We've got 55-25 per player remaining. Let's look at small forward and forward. And I guess the, the first place we want to look is Miami. It's down to Olenek or James Johnson, right? Right. And I, you know, I honestly, I think that we want one of them. Um, and, you know, I see scenarios where we play both of them, but uh, I think that you definitely want one of them. Uh, the thing with Olenek, you know, he's been out for a while. He's only played one game back, uh, played 24 minutes in that game. And, you know, we, we know what James Johnson can do. He's a pretty efficient player in terms of fantasy points per minute, typically. Uh, only got 16 minutes against Philly, did not play well at all in that game. Um, do you have a preference between the two? I think I would lean Johnson in this situation. I, I think the Lakers will give him an opportunity to do some of the things that he does best. Um, and he's especially, like, he's only 4,600. I know he hasn't been playing great, 44 over on FanDuel. That's, that's the way I would lean. Yeah, I'm going to lean that way as well. I like the fact that he only played 16 and 19 minutes in the last two games. Uh, just this matchup is one where he probably would end up playing more anyway. But now that they're even more thin, uh, I do think that he's the play here. You know, people probably look at game logs and see, you know, the minutes trending down, not a good thing. So I'll take James Johnson, who I think will be lower owned of the two. We've got 5,900 remaining per player on FanDuel with Dragic, McConnell, Wade, LeBron, James Johnson, and Joel Embiid, a shooting guard, small forward, and power forward to fill out. We're going to need a contrarian play at least. Maybe all the rest of these plays need to be contrarian plays because we, we are pretty chalky so far. Uh, yeah, no, it's definitely pretty chalky so far. The question that I, you know, how chalky do we think Justice Winslow is going to be? Uh, 3,900, is he going to be very chalky or? I think he should be, but I don't believe he will be. And I, I understand Justice Winslow's offensive game is extremely limited, but I love the fact that he's going to do things regardless of whether he's making shots. Right. Yeah, so I uh, I kind I kind of like him there. The issue is is it it doesn't leave us in a great spot for uh, filling out the rest of the lineup. Well, I I don't necessarily dislike it because I kind of think putting C J McCollum in at shooting guard makes sense at seventy two hundred on Fanduel because I don't love a lot of the cheaper options. That leaves sixty six for a power forward. Taj Gibson is sixty four. Zach Randolph is 61. Rondé Hollis Jefferson is 6,000, and he has returned but only played 20 and 21 minutes in his last two games. Do you like yeah, any if, of those guys at all? Uh, yeah, no, I, I mean, with the way that we're building this lineup here, if we go with McCollum, I do kind of like going with Taj Gibson here. Uh, I do think it's a, you know, that's one game that, you know, should be very competitive, and we don't have really, like, clear ways to get exposure to it. Like, there's not tons of obvious ways today. Uh, so I do think that those two plays with McCollum and Taj are both going to be lower owned than they definitely should be. Uh, so I do like that. That's how I would finish that lineup. So at Vandal, we've got Goran Dragic, TJ McConnell, Dwayne Wade, CJ McCollum, LeBron James, Justice Winslow, Taj Gibson, James Johnson, and Joel Embiid. The DraftKings lineup will look fairly similar. I only need one forward from you, though, because we've got Dragic, Wiggins, LeBron, James Johnson, Jarrett Allen, McConnell, and De'Aaron Fox. We have 4,900 remaining for a forward, which forwards have been difficult to find. Is this the spot where you play Olenek and Johnson together, or would you rather play someone like Robert Covington? 
Um, I, I think that you could go either way on that. Uh, the other guy that I would mention that might get a little extra run and be needed tonight is Al Farouk Aminu for the Portland Trailblazers. I don't think anyone's really going to own him. Um, you know, so for me, it would be a toss up between Al Farouk Aminu and Kelly Olenek in this spot. I'm not huge on Robert Covington knowing that Urson's getting thrown into that rotation there. Um, so I, I kind of like, uh, either, yeah, Aminu or Olenek. Do you have a strong take on Olenek over Aminu? Well, I think really the tiebreaker should be if the guy's going to have low ownership, let's go with that guy, especially on a night like tonight where I'm probably not playing a lot of cash games on a four-game slate. I'm looking for more of a tournament option, and I think Amino is a better tournament option. That's something you have to consider on FanDuel and DraftKings. It's not something you have to worry about on draft, and these types of slates I feel are much better on draft because you don't have to pick as many players. It's not as hard to differentiate yourself because you're choosing from the same player pool as the person you're playing against. Most importantly, your chances of winning on draft are 80% better than on salary cap sites. That's a great reason to play. Make some money. Plus, you get to do snake drafts, the best part of fantasy. You can draft against one person, two people, up to 10. It's really fun, and you don't have to worry about fitting players into your budget. Just draft the best players. Here's a great offer for our listeners. All new players get a free entry into a real money draft when you make your first deposit. But you have to use our promo code SPORTSLINE. Play in a real money draft for free just by using our promo code SPORTSLINE. But it gets even better. Draft is so sure you'll love it that they're even offering our listeners a money-back guarantee up to $100. Just search Draft in your app store or go to Draft.com and come play free right now with promo code SPORTSLINE. Mike, you've got the draft all fired up. I don't know that there has ever been a more important night on draft to have the first pick than tonight. And I have the first pick. Of course you do. How does that make you feel? I would feel great if you would take Joel Embiid. He's the guy that you believe is the number one pick. I am absolutely not going to take Joel Embiid. And the funny thing is, if you do, which I think you probably will with your 2-3 turn, it's going to leave me in the enviable position of not having to take a center until the end of the draft. So if you get the second pick in a two-man draft tonight, you may have to go a little bit more of a tournament-type approach and go for upside because you were behind the eight ball immediately. Yes, you were behind the eight ball here. I don't, I mean, wow, I'm already tilted. This is great. I'm going to just take Damian Lillard number one overall or number two overall on my first pick just because I don't want to take Embiid. But now I'm going to have to take him. Right. Because yeah, you're, I, you're, you don't have, it doesn't matter. You're, you're in trouble. Yeah, no, I, I'm in trouble. I got to take Embiid. Okay, so my second pick and the fourth overall pick, I'm taking Goran Dragic. I think his usage is going to be out of this world. He should play all of the minutes, and he's got an excellent matchup against a bad, bad Lakers squad. I don't need to take a center, so I won't worry about that. And I don't believe I want to take another guard here. I'm going to look for my first forward. Oof. Oof. Forward I, is ugly. Yeah, I am going to go ahead and take C.J. McCollum. I'm going to go ahead and take my second guard. And like normally I would say I don't want to close that guard position out, but forward is so ugly, I'd rather just go ahead and have my first choice of a guard. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, forward for me, man, I guess. Ooh, I guess it's going to be Andrew Wiggins. And then probably 
Josh Richardson, the guy that we haven't talked about much for Miami. He, you know, he's going to have big usage here. Uh, the reason we didn't talk about him is because he doesn't get a huge bump in minutes or usage with these guys out because he's already playing big minutes. But everything's just more secure. So give me Josh Richardson. And we, we talked about how Hassan Whiteside was our second favorite center on the slate. Well, that's only because he's so much cheaper than Carl Anthony Towns. I'm not actually going to play Whiteside over Towns. So I'll lock Towns in as my center. And what do I need here? I need one more forward. Forward is so terrible. Mike, we didn't really talk about it, but does Ursin Eliasova being there rule out Dario Sarge for you? Uh, yeah, it probably does just because I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know if it's going to be him or Covington that gets, you know, kind of hurt in the minutes department. So I, I don't know. I took Brandon Ingram and I feel gross about it. Well, I mean, you can't feel too gross. You have LeBron James and Carl Anthony Towns and you're going to be just fine. I'm going to go ahead and just kind of complete that game stack a little bit. You know, I've already got Embiid. I, I have to take Ben Simmons here, just hoping that this game goes nuts. And there we are. Yeah, I uh, I am a 15-point favorite. You'll notice tonight the projections on draft are quite a bit lower because there's only four games and not a ton of stars. But I'm projected to score 205 to Mike's 190. We'll see if that holds up. One thing that will definitely hold up is this podcast. We'll be back tomorrow on Friday for a much more robust NBA slate. Thanks for listening to Sportsline DFS Podcast.